Hello friends, welcome to episode 82. I'm very excited to talk to you this time about books that I read in 2021. I finished reading a book today and that's what got me thinking that, gosh, I've never, I've never done a book review of, of the books that I read last year. So I read completely 10 books. However, there were two other books that I started and I did not finish. I didn't like them. And it really doesn't matter what those books are because many times books that I don't like other people love. I just, I didn't connect with these books. So I'm going to talk about the 10 books that I did read entirely and share with you why, why I loved them. Hi, I'm Kathy Rotes. I'm an executive leadership coach certified with John Maxwell and an upper level leader of a direct selling company. I get to teach and coach leadership and practice what I preach with my growing team. It's no secret that every person in the world is unique. Each person has unique strengths and talents. It may be similar to another's, but it's not the same. If we know this, then why do we get frustrated with ourselves when we try something the same way someone else did it and they succeeded at it, but it does not work for us? We are forgetting that our strengths and talents make us different. We need to be thinking differently to cater to who we are. When someone or something says no to us, let's get excited about that challenge. Let's lean into it. Let's find our yes. This podcast will challenge your thinking and your habits. We will challenge you to go for no, so you can be blessed with a yes. Welcome to the podcast that will challenge you in thinking differently. All right, so I read 10 books last year. And like I said, I started two others and I never finished them. Actually, I started a book already this year that... I've already quit on because I just didn't connect with it. And the book that I quit on this year, my husband has that book in his top five of his favorites ever. <laughs> one of his top five faves is one of my least faves. You know what? It happens. It's okay. It's all good. But, but what do you think about the idea of not finishing a book? Are you the type of person who absolutely finishes every book that you start, even if you don't really like it? Yeah, not me. If I don't like it, I'm, I'm done. I got other things that I've, I have a whole stack of books that I want to read. I don't have time to read something I don't like. I heard a, or I read an article one time about an executive who every time he's flying on an airplane, he'll buy a book in an airport. And then on the airplane, he'll read it or spot read it, kind of finds what he wants, gets what he wants out of it. And before he leaves the airplane, he gives it to somebody. He has so many books that he wants to read. He doesn't have time to fully read them all. So he gets what he needs and then he gives it to someone else and blesses someone else. So I'm always curious on how do you read books and, and what do you think of that practice? Sometimes we are so OCD about it that we will push ourselves to the very end. And that's okay too, because sometimes there are those golden nuggets in the, in the end of the chapters where, gosh, if, if I would have read it all, maybe I would have gotten a little more out of it. But anyway, okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk to you about the 10 books that I did completely read and just share with you why, why I liked them, why I enjoyed them. Okay, so here we go. Book number one, it's called Believe It by Jamie Kern Lima. 
Jamie Kern Lima is the founder of It Cosmetics. This book really surprised me. I read it because uh, in part of a book club, we read it. I actually heard Jamie Kern Lima speak three times last year and once already this year. <laughs> so we were reading it because we knew she was going to be a speaker at one of my conferences. I really, really enjoyed it. I wasn't expecting to enjoy it at all. I'm not... I'm not into cosmetics. I don't wear makeup. So she's the founder of It Cosmetics, and it really wasn't about makeup. It was about how she went from nothing to creating an amazing business. And then it, it shares other stories in her life. So it's a really motivational book to, to keep pressing forward and believe it. Believe it. Believe it that you can do it. Okay. Book number two. The Third Option by Miles McPherson. Miles was a speaker at the L2L in 2020. Live to Lead is an event that John Maxwell hosts, and Miles McPherson was one of the speakers. So that's why I actually bought the book, because if I like you as a speaker, I'll buy your book, and I'll read that too. And this one was, was really good. It was a lot of really strong experiences that he's had and how he's dealt with it. He's a pastor, so there's a lot of references to different scriptures as well, which I always love because I'm a, I'm a faith-based person too. So I love to see how leadership connects with the Bible, how the Bible gave us the blueprint for leadership, right? So he has, he has worksheets, if you want to call them that, or questions to answer and lines to fill out. He's got prayers at the end of them. Um, Next Steps, it's a very actionable type of book. So this is one that I really did enjoy. All right, book number three. Book number three, The Pampered Chef by Doris Christopher. Yay! I love The Pampered Chef. Uh, this book was actually written in 2005. I, I read it back in 05, but I read it again last year because Pampered Chef celebrated their 40th anniversary. So again, in my book club, we read it because of the anniversary. And you know what was amazing to me with rereading a book? I, I usually don't like to reread books or read them more than once. I don't like it at all because, again, there's so much that I have to read that I want to read that I don't have time to reread things. Wow. There is so much that I forgot about this book. So by reading it again, oh, it was great little nuggets that just reminded me of why I love the Pampered Chef business. And, and Doris is giving great business ideas and great stories about how she got started and how she created this business. So a lot of good, good nuggets in there. Okay. The next book is called Analyzing Performance Problems by Robert Mager and Peter Pipe. <laughs> Peter Pipe. I just realized his name. That's funny. Okay. Anyway, this book was created in 1983. I had to find a used book. I don't like used books. They kind of gross me out because somebody else has touched them. <laughs> but the only way I could buy this book was if I bought it used. It came from the Anheuser-Busch Cartersville Brewery. <laughs> it has a stamp in the front of the book. And when it arrived, I mean, it's used and it's old. And there's nothing pretty about the cover of this book. The reason I read it is because I was asked to read it for a class that I was going to be teaching. So it arrived and I kind of turned up my nose a little bit and went, huh, this looks good. Not. Well, it was. It was a great book. 
what I love the most about this book is each chapter had, you know, the learning lesson, the topic at hand in the beginning of the chapter. And then it listed actual cases, like case studies. So examples and scenarios relating to the topic. Loved, loved, loved this whole book. So analyzing performance problems is all about, you know, what if I have, I have performance issues with somebody on my team? How do I, how do I analyze it and figure out the true root of the, the problem? It was very enjoyable and very useful for creating that content for the class. Very glad that I read that one. Okay, next book here. What are we on? One, we're on book number five. Book number five is called Harmonic Performance by my friend Pamela Mum. Pam is a friend of mine, and that's why I bought it, and that's why I read it, and it was very fun to read this book because, because I know Pam, and I know some of her experiences. I know some locations that she talks about in the book. It's local to my community, so it was so enjoyable to read to read that and just to read about her, her growth as well. Fine-tuning your mind for remarkable results. She is an amazing musician and singer and dancer, and yeah, so it goes right in line with her strength. Okay, book number six. Ooh, book number six. This is a fun book. This book I picked up last August when I was in Denmark. It's called The Little Book of Luca. Luca is spelled L-Y-K-K-E. The Danish search for the world's happiest people. The word Luca is actually Danish for happiness. This book is written by Mike Wicking. Mike is spelled M-E-I-K. So, you know, yeah, it's Danish all over, right? This book is, it's hard covered. It's beautiful. It's one of those books that you just love to hold. And I actually bought it because it was pretty. It has a sister book and I'll talk about that in a little bit. But that's, that's why I bought it. But this book was really interesting because Denmark is known as the happiest country. So here he's talking about what what makes these people so happy? I mean, he talks about everything from food, the ritual, the, here's one, the rituals of food and fire, money, um, five ways to plant a community. Yeah, see, interesting, interesting topics. Freedom, the arms race, beauty and brains. It was just a hodgepodge of really fun details about the Danish culture and the Danish way of living. So, yeah, this one was really fun to read. A lot of fun stuff. Another book that I read last year is another Danish book by Michael Booth. It's called The Almost Nearly Perfect People. The Almost Nearly Perfect People. In other words, the Scandinavian countries, the people who live there, they're not perfect, but they're almost nearly perfect. <laughs> so Michael Booth takes, takes a different angle in his writing. I mean, he's almost proving why they're not perfect. It was, it was kind of like a cynical side. It was fun. It was, it was fun to read, and it really enlightened me on who the Scandinavian people are and their deep, deep history. A lot of times we do things in life because of our history, and it's not even our personal history. It's the country's history. So there was, I learned so much, and, and really we've watched a few movies that are based in Iceland and... Um, I can't remember the name of the movie, but it's got, I believe, Will Ferrell in it. I think it's called, um, can't remember. That'll be a different session. Sorry. If you're curious, let me know. I can, I can Google it. I can find it. But 
anyway, when I watch these movies, I get the movies more because there's a lot of inside jokes in that movie. And now that I've read this, this book, I understand it. I understand the culture. I understand why all, um, Iceland believes they have elves living on their island. <laughs> I understand why they do what they do. And yeah, anyway, got to read the book. I got to find that movie too. Okay, so those are seven of my books that I read last year. In the beginning, I don't know if I said it or not, but these books are in no particular order, except for the last three. These last three books that I'm going to share with you, they are my favorites from last year. Now, they're not my top, like one, two, three. These are just the top three, okay? So here's the first book. The End of Mental Illness by Daniel Amen. Love, love, love this book. It's very thick and it's very science-like. A lot of neuroscience and brain science. Actually, the subtitle is How Neuroscience is Transforming Psychiatry and Helping Prevent or Reverse Mood and Anxiety Disorders, ADHD, Addictions, PTSD, Psychosis, Personality Disorders, and more. That's a mouthful. But that's a good way of describing what's in here. So he has brain scans. He's got pictures in here. And he talks about things that we do that affect our brain. Everything from sleeping to how we eat, how we exercise, chemicals in our home, uh, just a ton of things that affect us. And a lot of the um, problems or or illnesses that we have, like the brain illnesses, they might be able to be helped by how we choose to treat our body. So, big science book, loved it, loved it. A lot of power within us that now that I understand how it's really affecting my brain, I know I'm choosing differently. Okay, the next book that I read last year is called Your Best Year Ever by Michael Hyatt. Oh, another amazing book. This book reminds me a lot of Atomic Habits by James Clear. I read that book in 2020. The reason it reminds me of that book is because it's very actionable. It actually says it's a five-step plan for achieving your most important goals. What I love the most and what I use this book constantly for is one of his goal-setting techniques. I teach a goal-setting class, and, and you may have heard of the SMART system. You need to SMART your goals. Well, Michael Hyatt talks about the SMARTER system, and that connects with me better than the SMART system does. So I've changed all of my time management class, all of my goal setting classes to reference the SMARTER system and to teach the SMARTER system. There's much more dynamic strength in that system for me than than the SMART system. Okay, book number 10, the 10th book, or I don't know if it was the 10th book I read, but it was number 10, Know What You're For by Jeff Henderson. I remember getting this book last August as well because I, I remember reading it on an airplane. Wow. Know what you're for. I've gotten to meet Jeff Henderson and I get to see him again next week and I'm very excited because he has helped many people, including me, think differently here about business. What's a business for? And he talks about two questions. What do you want to be known for? And what are you known for? And if there's a difference, that's what we need to be working on. So that is a book worth investing in and worth diving into. I mean, I'm reading, I'm on my second time reading it because I'm doing a mastermind with a company 
And uh, I'm going to read it again because every time I read it, I, I just think differently. Like, how do I think about this for my consulting business? And how do I think about this for my direct selling business? And how do I think about this for myself? <laughs> it's a good book and it's a smaller book, so you can read it quite quickly. <laughs> okay, so there's the 10 books that I read last year. Now, here in 2022, you remember how I said I like to read more than one book at a time? I don't know if I said that. I thought it. I do. I do like to read more than one book at a time. I have, well, I had four books going. Now I have three books going because I just finished the little book of Huga. Huga is spelled H-Y-G-G-E. It's another one of those Danish books. And again, it's hard covered and it's beautiful. And that's why I bought it. This has been really fun. The little book of Huga, the Danish way to live well. Yeah, huga is a harder word to define. Huga is like the perfect piece. And here's here's one of the definitions they shared, which was a really good visual. Huga is when you are out skiing one day and you come in, you cozy up next to a fire with your hot chocolate and your big sweater and your slippers, and outside is a raging snowstorm. What you have in that living room with the fireplace, that's Huga. Oh, he, they, he talks about, again, it's Mike Wicking. He talks about all the different ways that the Scandinavian people find Huga in everyday life. And I got to say, this last sentence or two, this really summed it up quite well. He talked about how you know, once a year or so, you might be lucky and find yourself on a beach in some exotic country, and you might find both huga and happiness on those distant shores. But huga is about making the most of what we have in abundance the every day. Huga is about finding that happiness every day. Perhaps Benjamin Franklin said it best. Happiness consists more in small conveniences or pleasures that occur every day than in great pieces of good fortune that happen but seldom. Okay, so that, that's the book I just finished. I love it. I highly recommend it. Another great insight into another country. And then what I've started really doing this year is listening to more Audible books. Well, now that I look at the list, I actually have two Audible books going on right now and three other reading books. <laughs> so you'll have to stay tuned next year when I dive into all of the books that I'm finishing here in 2022, because right now I've only finished one. I hope you guys have a good reading, reading list. And if you need any ideas, well, hopefully I've given you a few to choose from, but I love hearing what you're reading. Now I'm not into fiction books. I'll read one a year or so, but I'm not that into fiction books. So Please share with me the nonfiction, the self-help, the personal development type of books that you're reading because I'll add them to my list as well. We'll see you next week, my friends. I hope this topic has challenged you in thinking differently as you strive to grow from success to world-class. Please follow this podcast, visit our websites, and follow Unity Consulting and Chef Kathy on Facebook. That's chef, like a cook, C-H-E-F. Be sure to share this with your friends. I look forward to connecting with you next time to challenge your habits so that you are more efficient and fully empowered.